0: It's finally here, the first real weekend of college football, and we are so glad that you could tune us in. It is the Y'all Kickoff Show, where for the next two hours, we're going to kind of walk through what's going on from a college football perspective with the South Front and center we have got so much great information coming away you just won't be able to contain yourself i know i'm john rawl i'm part of y'all.com each and every monday through friday here we cover the south but on fridays from here on for the rest of college football season we're going to focus on college football on fridays into the weekend so enjoy the weekend college football is back and we are going to break it all down for you guys or should i say y'all that was intentional by the way coming up on the y'all kickoff show today We've got a look at the ACC schedule. Jonathan Leifheit is going to join us. He is with CBS Sports Digital and 24-7 Sports, and we're going to discuss the big ACC games. you got some ACC v ACC games going on, like Virginia Tech's going to be in Beantown to take on the Eagles, but you also have teams like the Duke Blue Devils in Atlanta to visit the Alabama Crimson Tide there at the Chicken Palace, known as the Chick-fil-A kickoff Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So we'll discuss us all of the acc fun in just a few minutes here on the y'all show and then as we wrap up this first hour of our two-hour odyssey of all things college football hey we're going to welcome back general gridiron general gridiron is our kind of walk through the weekend prognostications but we do it in a humorous style and a fun colorful style and general gridiron will set the stage for all the fun for this weekend and you're going to want to make sure you tune in and And to be honest with you, general gridiron is about as uh, you can go to the bank with him just about as much as anybody out there the so-called experts that prognosticate and do it like seriously well the general kind of does an un un unserious if that's such a word unserious take on the weekend but it's funny and you'll enjoy general gridiron that's coming up toward the end of this hour and when we get to the second hour of our y'all kickoff show here heading into saturdays and sundays and we got three days of weekend football games saturdays Sunday, and we've got a game Monday night between Louisville and Notre Dame there at Cardinal Stadium. So when we hit the second hour, we're going to talk SEC football. What's going on in the Southeastern Conference this weekend? We've got, like we said, Alabama and Duke. That's not exactly the most thrilling matchup. We've got an SEC vs. SEC game going on as Vanderbilt hosts the Georgia Bulldogs at Vanderbilt Stadium. That's coming up this weekend, and we'll walk through all the other fun games games like North Carolina, South Carolina. Mississippi State travels down to the Big Easy. They've got Louisiana Lafayette, a game there at Mercedes-Benz Superdome. All that is this weekend in the SEC. And then, midway through the second hour of today's Y'all Kickoff Show, our friend Matt Herman's, the barrister of Big 12 football, is going to come on and tell us what's going on in that conference this weekend. Oklahoma and Houston, I think, have one of the greatest games of of the entire labor day weekend that's in norman and we'll discuss that break it down with the barrister and we'll also get some barbecue tips from him as matt hermans is the guy that you want to hear when it's time to go grilling and he's going to share some Labor Day opening weekend tips to get your grill ready for the tailgate. And that's all in the second hour of today's Y'all Kickoff Show. Plus, we also have our college football lanyard, a quick look at all of the group of five schools, some FCS contest, And we're going to give a special, special attention to the Conference USA teams because we have a new article out that kind of breaks down the likelihood of wins for CUSA members heading into the start of the season. So all of that, on today's Y'all Kickoff Show. If you want to join us, we welcome your feedback. Our number is 803-816-1170, and our website, y'all.com. And as we start this first real weekend, I know we had Miami and Florida last weekend, a close win for the Gators, and there were a couple other games. For example, Hawaii knocked off Arizona, and then on the FCS side, Youngstown State went down to Montgomery and took care of business against the Samford Bulldogs. But that was last weekend, the week zero of college football. It's really getting going now. We had some games heading into Saturday and Sunday and Monday that we kind of have behind us now. But we are all eyes focused on what's happening here Labor Day weekend. But unfortunately, it's not just college football that has our attention. As Hurricane Dorian is heading toward the Florida coast, it appears. And I know this is a developing storm that can change by the minute. But we want to let you know that it looks like there's a darn good chance whenever it does appear on the coast of the south, and that's where it appears heading, it's likely to be a Category 4 storm. That was the kind of big story that broke on Thursday. Our best advice to you is if you're planning on going to a game anywhere in Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, maybe even in North Carolina, please check out your local college team's website to make sure that all the planning is still in place for this weekend if you're going to be traveling anywhere in that area please be advised there are going to be revisions on the interstates and and there's going to be a lot of traffic so be careful out there of course we also know that there's games scheduled for example Jacksonville's going to host or supposed to host florida state versus boise state on saturday And we know that there's going to be games going on in Florida and Georgia, possibly South Carolina, that they are going to revise them likely somehow, some way, whether it's a shift of dates, shift of venue, perhaps a shift of time. Instead of having a late Saturday evening kickoff, they can move this up to earlier in the day. That is the more likely scenario as authorities are doing their best to get people proactive and not get caught up in these storms, and let's try to get through Dorian as easy and as pain-free as possible, kind of like Puerto Rico, as Puerto Rico dodged a bullet when that thing came through on Wednesday, and the Virgin Islands, I know they kind of got messed up a little bit, but we hope that the Southeast can dodge the Hurricane Dorian bullet. Go to weather.com for all the likely info on that, as we know that it's heading toward the southeast. and Actually, according to weather.com, the most likely scenario is a track near the Florida Peninsula late in the weekend and residents from the northern Gulf Coast to Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas should monitor forecasts closely. That from weather.com and the Weather Channel. Again, no matter what time you're listening to me right now, please go check and make sure that you are in a safe place or have a safe plan for Hurricane Dorian as it approached now florida state coach willie taggart said on thursday that he's optimistic that the knolls will indeed play boise state on saturday this is a game scheduled for tia bank stadium in jacksonville not in tallahassee game scheduled for 7 p.m in duval county i think this game is going to likely get moved up on the schedule at least it could be played at noon perhaps or even earlier than that, remember several years ago, LSU, I think on an opening game of the season, had a late, you know, the typical uh, typical LSU Saturday night in Death Valley type game, and they moved that thing up to like 10 in the morning. I believe they might have played Appalachian State. I'm going way back in my memory here, about 10 years. But, yeah, I still remember how weird it was to see an LSU game at, like, breakfast time. I think that's going to likely happen if it hasn't happened already between the Knowles and the Broncos. We want to see that game happen and hopefully it will, but I know FSU is one of many teams across the Southeast, especially in Florida, that are closely monitoring Dorian and we'll have to find out what indeed happens. All right, before we kind of break down all of the games going on, let's give you some news and notes of college football and all kinds of other juicy info that you kind of need to get your set, Get, get in that lazy boy and get set for the weekend. First off, one bit of news that broke on thursday of this week alabama or clemson that's the big debate of which team is superior and the bookies across the country are divided at new jersey sportsbooks clemson is the betting favorite to win the national championship this year while in vegas the crimson Tide sit atop the boards at several casinos caesar sportsbook and mgm2 bookmakers who operate in both areas of las vegas and Jersey, they have clemson and Alabama listed as co-favorites and that I, I don't really like betting we're going to have general gridiron on in just a little bit and I wouldn't place your b- wagers based on general gridiron but if you want to if you want to bet that's your own choice. In fact, we now have three southern states where sports betting is perfectly legal. Those states are Arkansas, Mississippi, and West Virginia, and several other states are probably going to be adding them as soon as they possibly can, and other states they're somewhere on the back burner but yeah you can do that in those three southern states plus you can of course go to vegas or or go to the joisey shore and put your wager on clemson or or the alabama crimson tide but the point is these two teams although clemson beat alabama convincingly earlier in january 44 16 in the national championship game they're about as evenly matched as you can get and according to the oddsmakers, Clemson and Alabama share a twelve to five odds for winning the Natty this year. Now, also, want to let you know the Georgia Bulldogs are six to one odds for the Natty. Oklahoma eight and one, eight to one. Ohio State tenant ten to one. Michigan is eleven to one. Texas twenty to one. LSU twenty five to one odds. And Nebraska, where is the love for Nebraska coming from? The Cornhuskers 25 to one odds and Notre Dame a 30 to one odds of winning according to Caesar's sports book. Again, I don't really get into betting. Maybe you do. I just, I do believe in the fact that Clemson and Alabama are pretty darn equal. And perhaps this year, if they get back together on the field for a national championship, which a lot of people don't want to see. We're kind of getting tired of these two teams in some ways. Let's at least make a game of it, Crimson Tide. Good Lord, you got your you-know-what handed to you beyond the first quarter of the national championship game of last year. All right, what's going on in the top 25 here this weekend? Of course, you had a lot of games on Thursday and Friday. As far as the top twenty-five teams in action starting on Saturday, working your way through Labor Day night, FSU, FAU rather, is going to be at Ohio State to help the Buckeyes open the season at Ohio Stadium. The Northern Iowa Panthers will be at Iowa State. Hey, the South Alabama Jaguars are hoping to do what their fellow Yellowhammer State foe troy did last year go to nebraska and pull up the upset as the jaguars will play at memorial stadium at high noon eastern on saturday eastern washington the fcs powerhouse they'll be visiting the washington huskies at husky stadium on saturday the vandals of idaho they've kind of gone back down to fcs level and they'll be traveling to beaver stadium where they'll have a whiteout at penn state and that game will be in the mid-afternoon in happy valley the duke blue devils and alabama are at mercedes benz stadium for the chick-fil-a kickoff that's mid-afternoon and that's on abc hey the brainiacs get together out on the left coast at stanford stadium on saturday afternoon the northwestern wildcats of the big 10 and the stanford cardinal of the pac 12 get together for a four eastern three central kick on fox hey liberty the liberty flames are fairly new to the fbs ranks and minus hugh freeze i guess he's still overcoming his back problems the flames are going to have a Power 5 conference teams stopping by Williams Stadium as the Syracuse Orange come in for a Saturday evening contest. The Georgia Southern Eagles will be going to Tiger Stadium Saturday night in Death Valley, and the Eagles in their triple option will be taking on Ed O and the LSU Bayou Bengals. The Miami Ohio Redhawks will be visiting Kinnick Stadium and the Iowa Hawkeyes this weekend. And that's a game Saturday night on Fox Sports 1. MTSU, the Blue Raiders pack up their bags and go to Ann Arbor, where Michigan Stadium hosts the Blue Raiders and the Michigan Wolverines on Saturday night. That game televised on the big 10 network fun game out in arlington texas as auburn and oregon get together this is a saturday night game on abc auburn's got a new quarterback a freshman and nicks under center a true freshman and it'll be fun to see if the gus bus can adapt to having this freshman under center after they had stood him the last few years doing a great job for the plainsman That SEC vs. SEC game we told you about at Vanderbilt Stadium Saturday night. It's the Georgia Bulldogs, the arguably third best team in college football, and they'll be going to Nashville to take on the Vanderbilt Commodores and Derek Mason. Vanderbilt having to reload at quarterback here this year. That game televised on the SEC network. Louisiana Tech will be at Texas this weekend, and that will be a game televised on Saturday night starting at 8 Eastern, 7 Central on the Forty acres and our last top twenty-five matchup Saturday, Washington State. Oh, the guy that wears the black—he's going to be coaching against the New Mexico State Aggies. That game from Martin Stadium on the Pac-12 Network on Saturday evening. Now we have some fun games going on Sunday. Believe it or not, Houston—the the game I told you before is arguably maybe the most intriguing matchup of the weekend, the Cougars have a new coach in Dana Holgerson, and he'll be leading the Cougars into Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium where they'll face off against the Oklahoma Sooners. This game's going to be big. It's going to be on ABC. It'll be your primetime Sunday night matchup. I don't think the pro guys have a preseason game this weekend. I think they kind of wrap up, believe it or not, thursday or friday night they don't have any preseason games in the nfl ranks. saturday or sunday that i know of and of course they get ready for their big opener thursday of this coming week on the professional level but houston with coach holgerson he's going to take his team which at west virginia he had competitive games against ou and now he's coaching houston he got a bunch of money to go down to houston from morgantown and Oklahoma and the Cougars will be your Sunday night game. And then the Monday night top 25 matchup features Notre Dame, which made it into the college football playoff in 2018. They're the ACC light team, as I like to say, and they've got a game at Louisville, an ACC member. This is where Notre Dame plays a couple of ACC teams each year, and this matchup is at Cardinal Stadium on the banks of the Ohio Monday evening, the only college football game going on monday night football college style that is your top 25 matchups for the weekend when we come back on y'all we'll kind of break down all of these acc games including louisville notre dame getting together a little bit more info on that coming from jonathan life and you're also going to hear from some of the coaches of the atlantic coast conferences we get you ready for kickoff this is the y'all kickoff show talk with a southern accent football style
2: Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Oh, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you... Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep.
3: No, no. Something about the car?
2: Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable Super Fast Network.
3: Before that, the car smashing thing.
2: Well, the smashing deal we got. Four lines for $100 a month?
3: No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit.
2: I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones...
4: Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. INS 91619. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. <laughs>
0: Yahoo fans and all Virginians and everybody else that likes the ACC or college football. Welcome back to the Y'all Kickoff Show with John Raw getting you ready for the weekend's lineup. And this is our kind of glance of all things ACC here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. We've got Jonathan Lifeheight of CBS Sports Digital and 24 7 Sports joining me here in the ACC cockpit before we kind of walk through Saturday slash Mondays games in the ACC. Yeah, there's a game Monday night. Monday night football, Louisville and Notre Dame. Before we kind of break down all of the weekend ACC matchups, let's first kind of walk through some of the headlines that came out of ACC country this week. While FSU is going back to a familiar face to lead their program behind center at center for the North Carolina Tar when they suit up in Charlotte against the Gamecocks this weekend, it'll be true freshman Sam Howell, a real record breaker in the North Carolina high school ranks, and he's going to be Mac Brown's starter in Charlotte against South Carolina. Your thoughts on this decision by the new old coach there, Mac Brown?
6: Yeah, and I think this one is a case of uh, uh, nobody else looked better, and and, and uh, probably uh, you know in that case when when you have a, a kind of a Three quarterbacks and none of them look very good. You pick the youngest one because you figure he's got the most upside. Um, you know, so I believe it was Jace Reuter and somebody, Cade Fortin or something like that. Yep. Both of those guys played last year and were summarily unimpressive. And from what I understand, none of them look much better in the spring. So Howell probably kind of gets the job by default. Um, I don't necessarily think that bodes well for the Tar Heels this year. I think they're. They're going to have some issues probably with their, with their offense like they did last year uh, due to quarterback play. But the good news for them is, is at least they'll have a guy that can grow into the job uh, in the coming
0: years. And Hal grew up just down the road from Charlotte, southeast of Charlotte, the town of Monroe, North Carolina, where he set high school, the state record there for total career yards, 17,036 yards. And from what I'm seeing here, he set that last season. And did he do all that? Well, total career yards. Okay, it was all – I didn't think he did 17 in one season, but yes. No. <laughs> that, that would really be impressive. But still, I guess four years of skippering in his high school team and over 17,000 yards there for that team there in North Carolina. And he's going to be back in his native area, a quarterback in the North Carolina Tar Heels. Oh, by the way, if UNC wins this game in Charlotte against South Carolina – hey, how about this new tradition that's starting up at UNC? They are going to light the bell tower there on campus. Carolina Blue. And Jonathan, I I know you've been to UNC games. You've seen that kind of landmark on the campus there at Chapel Hill. I don't know what's happened. They just kind of came up with this idea or what, but if,
6: no, they ripped. They ripped it off of Texas and also NC State.
0: Okay, ooh, they're ripping it from their so-called <laughs> rival NC State. Oh, that's terrible.
6: Yeah, it was funny in the in the Twitter thread where they announced that uh, some rather sarcastic NC State fan posted a picture of their tower from last year um, or years past. I'm not sure when it was from, but uh, of their kind of equivalent landmark, and it was a lit up. Uh, lit up red after a victory uh, and it's also known if you if you're familiar texas has been doing this for a very long time as well so not exactly a uh, a unique or or uh, novel uh, tradition that they're attempting to establish
0: there well we love our traditions in college football which by the way gives me the perfect opportunity to promote y'all.com if you log on to y'all.com all throughout the next couple of weeks you're going to see the great traditions of college football spotlighted and Jonathan, we kind of have a bracket going on, and you can cast your vote for the great traditions of college football, and we've got a really special award going out there for the winner of that after we get through a couple of weeks. So check it out at y'all.com, and something tells me lighting the bell tower on the UNC campus will not be one of those great traditions of college football.
6: Yeah, especially since they probably won't win many games either.
0: (laughs) Well... For NC State's sake, since they're at least the first team in the ACC to do this, I think I'm right on this. The Wolfpack has defeated their rival Tar Heels three straight years. Does that sound right to you?
6: Uh, It might be four straight years, but I I know it's
0: at least three. Uh, Okay. I I I think it's three, but it, it may be four this year, and so... Wolfpack fans, don't worry about this bell tower down the road in Orange County. You'll be you'll be alright there, but still a lovely campus there in Chapel Hill. Alright, come Saturday, Jonathan, it's NC State and their in-state foe East Carolina, a team that has been a nemesis for the North Carolinas and NC State through the years and the Pir- Pirates have a new coach, a really good coach in Mike Houston who won a national championship at James Madison. He was the coach at the Citadel a couple years back when they beat South Carolina Carolina, and now he's traveling to Carter-Finley for this early game on Saturday against the Pack. The Pack having to reload with their quarterback now in the NFL. Your thoughts on this in-state matchup between the Bucs and the Pack?
6: Yeah, East Carolina has really not been a very good program the last few years, and uh, even as good as Houston may be as a coach, uh, I think they'll be completely overmatched by uh, by
0: the Wolf Pack. Well, don't hold back. Tell me what you really think. Uh, I think they'll be really outmatched by the Wolfpack. All right. Well, flipping the script on that kind of sentiment, the Duke Blue Devils will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Uh. Atlanta for a game against number 2 Alabama. Similar to the game earlier in the week with Clemson and Georgia Tech, I think I saw a 35-point spread predicted between the Devils and the Tide. In this case, for Duke, it's not good news for David Cutcliffe's fighting Devils. Your thoughts at this ABC televised game on Saturday afternoon.
6: Yeah, I think they'll probably come pretty close to covering that 35 points. Uh, <laughs> uh, in this case, I, I think this is just going to be ugly for Duke. Um, uh, they're replacing their quarterback. I, I'm not sure that uh, – I believe his name is Jarrell Harris. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones was a pretty darn good quarterback. Not sure how he managed to vault himself up into, uh, what was it, number six pick in the NFL yep, draft. for the New York but, football giants. Yeah, but uh, but Harris is probably – uh gonna gonna find himself probably buried uh under the under the turf before uh the end of the first quarter
0: all right at bank of america stadium at three thirty saturday it's the battle of the carolinas the tar hills and the south carolina gamecocks of course unc and its new old coach and mac brown this game's on espn it's going to be one of the contests that i'm going to make sure to tune in it, it looks like a really fun game between these two teams that don't necessarily get together all that often
6: no, but I, I think given the kind of the state of things, you know, South Carolina, um, they had a laid a real egg at the end of the season last season against uh, UVA
0: at uh, Bank but of I America think, Stadium, by the way. Yeah,
6: yeah there you go. So they'll be playing back to back there. But I, I just don't think that uh, that North Carolina has, you know, what it takes at this point to win that game. So uh, if I were picking, I'd probably go with uh, with South Carolina in on
0: that one. Just play it safe, Jonathan, and pull for Carolina. And you'll come there out. There you okay. go. All right. Yeah, probably true. All right, here's a battle of ACC versus ACC. Virginia Tech and Boston College, old Big East foes, get together at Chestnut Hill on Saturday. This is a game televised on the ACC end, 4 Eastern, 3 Central kick there in Beantown. Are these teams going to be any better here in 2019? Because 2018, at least for Virginia Tech, was not so kind.
6: Yeah, neither team was all that great. I'm not really sure what to make of this. Um, you know, I keep hearing Justin Fuentes kind of made a, you know, they've really dedicated themselves in the offseason and turned it around. But I'm not sold on them. And then I'm not sold. I, you know, Adazio has a, usually has a pretty uh, solidly well-coached team. They're usually fundamentally sound, but their offense uh, usually is fundamentally horrible. Um, and uh, But defensively, they play well. So I'm not sure what to make of this game. I can see this one going either way. Um, the Virginia Tech folks will be in an uproar if they lose it. The Boston College people will be probably shrug their shoulders.
0: <laughs> well, Jonathan, I don't know if going to Lynchburg, Virginia, for a football game is on your list of things to do before you hit the ground one day. But that's where Syracuse is headed this weekend, as the number twenty-two ranked Orange will be traveling to face the Liberty Flames and their first, I guess, real Power Five opponent coming into Williams Stadium. And, of course, we don't know who their coach is going to be. Hugh Freeze, the new coach there in Lynchburg, has had some health issues. I don't think it's going to be too much of a contest for Syracuse, but are, is this a trap game?
6: Uh, I don't know that there are any traps in Lynchburg, so I think <laughs> I'll go with the Qs.
0: All right. Syracuse Jonathan's going with them Pitt host Virginia and the other ACC game on Saturday this televised on the ACCN starts 7 6.30 central Jonathan the ACCN with three games in that first Saturday of the college football season first of all have you tuned in to the ACCN and if you have your thoughts on it
6: um, I caught a couple uh, shows here and there I um, caught uh, um, Mark Packer and, uh, and West Durham show at one point. And then also listen to a few other things uh, I heard uh, oh, our old nemesis from uh, from uh, Miami uh, coach Rick decide that um, he was hoping Georgia Tech got torn up at the end of the season by his old old team up in uh, that little town called Athens uh, so yeah that was
0: enough to annoy me um, he, he said that like here in the last couple of days he said that or is this old yes. footage
6: no he said that he's he is one of the uh, one of the commentators or color guys whatever you want to call him talking heads that they they put on the acc network since he used to coach in the acc for the canes Mm -hmm. uh and he made that statement on uh on one of his shows i think it was over the weekend
0: well he may be confused in that same building as the sec network perhaps coach rick might want to go go down the hall and work there
6: yeah, I, I would love him to take his fake, fake
0: and baked tan and, and hit the road. <laughs> well, Jonathan, the ACC fun ends on Labor Day night. On Monday night, it's Monday night football. Are you ready for some football? Notre Dame tries to back up what they did last year. The ACC wannabe team is going to be going down to Cardinal Stadium in Louisville to take on a very embattled Louisville Cardinal team of last year, but Scott Satterfield has rode the white horse into louisville and do you think the cards will have any chance against notre dame in this one on monday night none oh come on where's the fun (laughs) where's your acc homerism man uh i i'm you know i'm not exactly a big fan of the louisville cardinals but uh i
6: just don't see where you know given the the disaster that they that, that scott satterfield inherited he'll probably be able to pull it together he's a good good coach and all that and get them you know back on a on a solid footing but opening uh at home against notre dame is probably not the way to do it right now
0: all right well that will wrap up a very first week a very busy first weekend of acc action here this weekend and man the fun's just going to keep getting better and better as we go forward jonathan leifite cbs sports digital and 24 7 sports.com thank you for your acc knowledge thank you very much have a great weekend alrighty when we come back on the y'all show we're going to switch over from talking ACC to the General. General Gridiron makes his heroic return to the program and he's going to break down all of the weekend's matchups, some of the big ones some of the not so big ones and he's going to do it all with a big laugh and if you want to have a good laugh too then you need to tune in General Gridiron it's the prognosticator of all things southern and he's going to be Telling it like it is, and that's coming up next as we conclude our first hour of this, the Y'all Kickoff Show.
3: Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops?
2: In a bit, buddy.
7: I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
3: I'll just play by myself.
7: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient, OTC-branded oral antihistamines.
1: Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now, you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park... Or at your kitchen table. Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens.
8: Use as directed.
9: ZipRecruiter.com slash free.
0: Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this opening weekend of college football is gonna go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Yes, college football fans, it's that magical time of the year, and it's time to clear your Saturday schedules and pack the camper for some tailgating. Welcome back to General Gridiron, Phil Marshall of Football Foretelling. Each week we'll be highlighting the most thrilling, to defined games of the weekend. Who's going to have a strong start to their season, and who's going to start the agonizing march to a coaching change? So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for the opening week battle plan of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Virginia Tech at Boston College. Two old Big East brethren battle in Beantown on Labor Day weekend. Justin Fuente's wild birds are anxious to kick off the new year. Last year was rather forgettable in southwest Virginia. Baldwin the Eagle will soar in a cozy alumni stadium with an empty tummy. And cooked turkey ought to do the trick. In six seasons in Chestnut Hill, Steve Adazio still has a struck payday, notching eight wins on the slate. Lucky for the coach, things will get off on the right talon for the Boston Birds this opening weekend. The Generals' victor, Boston College. Mississippi at Memphis. When these Mid-South rivals meet, things can get out of hand. Even going back to the glory days of Johnny Vault's great teams of the 1960s, the Memphis State Tigers seem to always give the Johnny Rebs fits. Bill Street hates the square, and likewise, the Grove-loving co-eds dressed to the nines, they despise a t-shirt wearing Tiger higher. That camaraderie will spill over to the fake grass at Liberty Bowl Stadium during Saturday's ABC national broadcast. Behind QB Brady White's arm and feet, the U of M will barbecue the Mississippi Landsharks Memphis style. The General's victor, Memphis. Houston at Oklahoma. This is the best game of the weekend, in the General's humble opinion. I reckon that's why it's the only major college tilt on the Sabbath. When he pastored the Mountaineers, Dana Holgerson did a yeoman's job against Mighty OU. Unfortunately, he could never quite shoot Boomer Sooner off the Big 12 trail when it mattered but old Dana's now downshifted his game to Buffalo Bayou. The Cougs are a program that's climbing upward, and perhaps that's the reason, or $20 million, he switched area codes and conferences. But in this Sunday night prayer meeting, University of Alabama alum Jalen Hurts will be laying the good book right on top of Shasta's noggin as the Big 12 Boomers start their new crusade to what they hope will be the promised land. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma. Oregon versus Auburn at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. War Eagle kind of likes these Labor Day neutral site Donny Brooks against the Pac-12. Last year, they kind of snuck by Washington in the chicken kickoff thingy in the ATL. Now the Plainsmen soar to the Texas cow country for a Metroplex meetup with the Donald Ducks. Auburn's true freshman quarterback, Bo Nix, has been green-lighted for this one. Pretty bold move by the Gus bus. Nix's daddy, Patrick, was AU signal caller back in the 1990s. There's a slight difference between Pinson Valley and AT&T Stadium, and we'll have to see if the younger Knicks has the swag to Knicks the Quackers. As this one unfolds Saturday, the other side of the ball will be the difference maker if the Tigers hope to TP Toomer's corner. The Generals' victor, Auburn. Notre Dame at Louisville. Dun-dun-dun! Are you ready for some football? All right, the general ain't old Bo Sivas, but he will be tuning into this contest. (laughs) Unlike them pro games that take this Monday night spot the rest of football season, the ACC's Almost member rides the lucky rainbow down I-65 with the goal of turning 2019 into the opportunity 2018, provided Brian Kelly and company. We know ND will be pretty dang good this year, but what about Louie and the Birds? Scott Satterfield has slalomed over from Boone, where his Appalachian State teams were gold medal winners on the Sun Belt slopes. But the mountain's much higher along the Ohio River, and most U L experts agree four wins is a big ass this first season. And win number one won't be delivered at the pizza box come Monday night. The Generals' victor, Notre Dame. Still to come on this opening week college football forecast. Boise State rides all the way to Jacksonville to outrace Renegade and the Seminoles. And in the Queen City, the Tar Heels and Gamecocks get back together to decide who the real Carolina is. Keep it here. General Gridiron will be right back.
2: Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Oh, four free LG. Wait, back up. Did you just say you. Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep.
3: No, no. Something about the car?
2: Oh, you mean Boo's super reliable, super fast network?
3: Before that, the car-smashing thing.
2: Well, the smashing deal we got. Four lines for $100 a month?
3: No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit.
2: I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones...
4: Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends nine sixteen nineteen. First line is one hundred dollars a month. Lines two to four free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details.
0: Hello, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over the Southland, including WBRT FM 97.1, serving Central Kentucky for over 60 years in Bardstown, Kentucky. And the score, 1400, Hattiesburg, Mississippi's WFOR AM 1400. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Georgia at Vanderbilt. Georgia will win this game. (laughs) Let's go ahead and get that out of the way. What's wacky about this West End opener is two SECE squads get together before August even comes to an end. Offensive studs Jake Fromm and Keyshawn Vaughn, along with defensive dog J.R. Reed, bring a lot of weaponry to Nashville. But before we totally pile on little VU, the Sailors have a few Admiral, Bull, men in the fleet, get it, tight end Jared Pingney and receiver Kalijah Lipscomb. But the aggravating thing of it all is Vandy's signal caller will have to fill the rather large shoes vacated by new KC Chief Kyle Shermer. The General's victor, Georgia. Boise State versus Florida State at Tia Bankfield in Jacksonville. In a rare opportunity to play in Duval County, the tribesmen pick up their teepees and settle in the Jags hunting ground. No person has been staring at August 31st on the calendar harder than Knowles Chief Willie Taggart. He's got to put 2018 in the hash heap, or else FSU fans will kick him in the <laughs> ash. The wild horses from out west have been rather muted since Brian Harson took over for Chris Peterson, but the Bronx 1990s QB has enjoyed double-digit win seasons four out of the five seasons in Idaho's capital city. Hank Backmeyer, a true freshman, will be the BSU signal caller, while new, old QB James Blackman will be taking snaps for the Garnet and Gold. The West will win this Gator Bowl kickoff. The Generals' victor, Boise State. Missouri at Wyoming. Truman loads his saddlebag and sneaks past hated Lawrence, arriving in Laramie for a sunset skirmish with Cowboy Joe. Sounds like an old Western worth watching, huh? God darn it. Mizzou has an SEC Chicharco under center. Clemson defector Kelly Bryant has been given the reins in Como, and hopes are high. Y.O. was dead even last year, and was left at the altar when bowl bids were revealed. Craig Bowl better get his pokes revolvers loaded, for the old gold and black stampede is rolling in from the east. The Generals' victor, Missouri. South Carolina versus North Carolina at Bank of America Stadium. Four seasons back, these two old foes rendezvoused in uptown Charlotte with the Gamecocks emerging with the W. What followed was UNC having an undefeated ACC season, a Coastal Division crown, and 11 wins on the ledger. At that SEC school, 2015 spiraled quickly out of control. One in seven in the conference, another loss to South Carolina's tiny military school, the Citadel. Oh, and Steve Spurrier abandoned the dumpster fire midway through. Suffice to say, a lot's changed for both Carolinas since that year. This year's Battle for Carolina features Mac Brown's return as the Heels' head honcho. The Columbia Poultry protagonists have old number 19 back under center for his senior season and a certified national champion in the backfield, courtesy of Clemson transfer Tavian Feaster. This Belk College kickoff will be one of the weekend's super-duper close ones. The Generals' victor in an upset North Carolina. Duke versus Alabama at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Similar to my bold Georgia-Vandy prognostication, Alabama will win this one. In fact, in the desert, they're saying Big Al's a five-touchdown favorite. The General ain't no big fan of predicting the points and all that other wacky stuff Benjamins get wagered on, and I ain't even Baptist. What matters here is Nick Saban and UA alum David Cutcliffe shake hands when this one ends and that silly old leather helmet thingy will be placed atop the tide. The General's victor, Alabama. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but we're not done, y'all. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks.
3: Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops?
7: In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
3: I'll just play by myself.
7: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief.
2: Yes! Great shot, buddy.
7: Let's play another game.
3: You're on, Dad.
7: Get Allegra and get back to the moment among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood,
5: but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council.
0: This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this opening weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now, it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Kentucky shoots down Toledo. Mississippi State parties past Louisiana Lafayette in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Syracuse lights up Liberty. Texas Tech sneaks past Montana State. Marshall marches past VMI. SMU rides roughshod at Arkansas State. Virginia beats Pittsburgh. LSU claws Georgia Southern. Baylor cuts down the Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks. Texas over Louisiana Tech. Bethune-Cookman best Jackson State at Georgia State Stadium. East Carolina in a close one at NC State. Nebraska plucks South Alabama. Arkansas runs over Portland State. USC goes Hollywood versus Fresno State. Tennessee gouges Georgia State. Louisiana-Monroe whips Grambling State. Michigan hustles past Middle Tennessee. Southern Miss to the top versus alcorn state and northwestern outstudies stanford well troops you can now put your swords back in their scabbards we're all out of picks on this first week edition of general gridiron We'll be back again next week, same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, or download the Y'all Show free on y'all.com. And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your opening weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to y'all.com, the ultimate guide to the South. That'll be all, y'all. Hang on, y'all. The second hour of the Y'all Kickoff Show will be right back. We'll take a look at the SEC, the Big 12 matchups, and college football lanyard. Getting you ready for the weekend and all the gridiron glory. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show.
2: Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile, and we got so much more.
3: Awesome. Like what?
2: We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. 4 lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit and they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network. Whoa, oh, 4 free LG Wait, back up. Did you just say you 4 free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep.
3: No, no. Something about the car?
2: Oh, you mean boost super reliable, super fast network.
3: Before that, the car smashing thing.
2: What the smashing deal we got. Four lines for $100 a month?
3: No. Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit.
2: I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones...
4: Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. Ends 91619. First line is $100 a month, lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. <laughs>
3: Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops?
7: In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
3: I'll just play by myself.
7: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief.
2: Yes! Great shot, buddy.
7: Let's play another game.
3: You're on, Dad.
7: Get Allegra and get back to the moment among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed.
0: We are back. It is hour two of the Y'all Kickoff Show as we work our way to kickoff in college football. It's the opening weekend. I know Hurricane Dorian is having an effect to some degree, no matter where you are in the landscape of college football. Of course, check out your local forecast and listen to the authorities if they are telling you to evacuate are to pay attention to when you might need to evacuate. Please heed their advice and let's all get through this Labor Day weekend safe and sound. Well, we also want to get through this weekend all over college football. We want to get through this with a big smile and enjoy this opening weekend of our Southern college football. We've got later in the hour a look at Big 12 matchups. Matt Herman's is going to be dropping by. He's with CRM Sports. He's the barrister. Of Big 12 football, and we're going to get his take on games like Oklahoma and Houston. They get together in Norman over the weekend, and all the other fun games going on with the Big 12. We'll have him on later. And then as we wrap up our y'all kickoff show today, We'll have our college football lanyard. We've got a look at some CUSA information that we're going to share with you. The odd zone favorites of who's going to have the most wins in CUSA football. And then we've got a breakdown of some FCS matchups going on this weekend. There's some really intriguing games, some neutral site contests that we'll tell you about. And that'll kind of conclude our Y'all Kickoff Show, where we look at college football with a southern lens. And I'm John Rawl. It's great to have you. Our number... If you want to connect to us with a question, comment, we welcome that. Our number is 803 816 1170. So easy for you to be involved with the All Southern Kickoff Show we call. And this, of course, is our weekend kickoff edition of college football, but if you like what what you're hearing, actually, Monday through Thursdays, we do the Y'all Show, where we mix in football with all of the Southern news, all of the Southern cooking, all of about festivals in the South. We've got a lot of music that we cover on the Y'all Show each and every Monday through Thursday. And since we're in the heat of battle, college football seasons, we've kind of converted the end of the week edition of the y'all show into the y'all kickoff show so if you're one of our regular listeners of y'all and you're like why is that john Raw guy talking so much college football well i'm sorry to tell you but for most of you you're happy to hear me say It's all college football from Fridays, from Saturdays, from now on through mid-December at least, and that's what we'll be doing here on our end-of-week edition of the Y'all Show. It'll be morphed into the Y'all Kickoff Show. So we have all of Big 12 and CUSA and FCS info to pass along, but right now, as we work our way through the weekend, hey... The SEC's got something to say. They got something to prove here in 2019 as Alabama got left at the altar in that national championship game against Clemson and the SEC for all of its claims to be the power conference, the super conference. It's a little bit more difficult to claim that when you don't actually win the national championship. And I know SEC football has dominated, but it really needs, if it's going to be without question, the top conference. They've got to win the national championship, and it doesn't just need to be Alabama. Georgia, you've gotten close, but you need to win a national championship. Florida, you need to come back to life, and you need to win a national championship if the SEC wants to really, really boast. LSU needs to revive itself. And then what we really need to see are some of these other teams in the conference that really have never done anything, they need to come to life and compete for a national championship. I'm looking at you, Texas A&M. I'm looking at South Carolina, although they have the hardest schedule in the country this year. They need to at least get back on a level where they are in the conversation. And Kentucky, Kentucky has gotten a little closer and closer, and perhaps they can do it. Remember, just a few years ago, Mississippi State was the number one team in college football. And Joe Moorhead... He needs to kind of revive things there in Hall County and get MSU fans thinking, hey, I think we can win a national championship at Cal Bell U. So that is some of the fun of the Southeastern Conference. We're going to walk through all of the Saturday matchups in the SEC. But before we do that, let's give you a kind of a quick update on some news items that have happened here in SEC land. And unfortunately, the news not very good for the Alabama Crimson Tide. On Wednesday, we found out that defensive signal caller Dylan Moses of the Crimson Tide is likely going to miss the entire 2019 season. The linebacker suffered a knee injury during practice on Tuesday. Coach Nick Saban said on an SEC media teleconference that Moses will need surgery on the knee. And as he put it, he's going to be out indefinitely. And that's a huge loss. I think he was kind of the leader of that Alabama defense. Saban said that certainly this is a character check for our team and that they're going to do everything to support Dylan and the people that have the opportunity now to fill in for Dylan. Moses was a Buckets Award finalist last season, finished with 86 total tackles, 10 for loss, and he had three and a half sacks back in 2018. He was ranked number 13 on the preseason big board by ESPN NFL draft analyst Mel Kuyper, Jr. Alabama was already dealing with the loss of senior inside linebacker Joshua McKillen, who suffered what's believed to be a season-ending knee injury earlier this month. So right now, for the Alabama defense, it's kind of uh, gut-check time. Saban said on Wednesday that true freshman Shane Lee was the backup to Moses at middle linebacker, and that he's the guy that will have the opportunity to play now. Sophomore Markel Benton, who had 14 tackles last season, also is listed as a backup to Moses on the official Bama depth chart, which actually came out, I think, on Monday. And Christian Harris, another true freshman, is listed as a starter at the second inside linebacker position. So Alabama working its way to kick off against the Duke Blue Devils on Saturday in Atlanta and i guess duke is a great opportunity for alabama's defense to kind of gel and see what they've got out there and kind of you, you really can't do this but do your best interpretation of these very talented players and unfortunately dylan moses is going to be a huge loss for the crimson tie but hey that's why alabama is usually like the number one team in the country for recruiting and they've got Dylan Moses, wannabes all over the roster. And so we'll find out next man up for Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Now, four of the top Bama players, including Najee Harris, have been suspended for at least part of this opening game against the Duke Blue Devils as the Devils and the number two Tide play Saturday in Atlanta. But according to reports, running backs Najee Harris and Brian Robinson will be serving suspensions for the first half against Duke after they missed a team function. This is according to 24-7 Sports. And also, linebacker Terrell Lewis will serve a punishment for the same reason. Also, Bama Insider says that wide receiver Devontae Smith will be suspended, though we're not sure how long his suspension is going to be. And Najee Harris is a former five-star prospect who was the number two overall player in the class of 2017. And a year ago, he rushed for 783 yards and four touchdowns, but was always kind of fighting to get more playing time there in the Bama backfield. But right now, it looks like in this opener in Atlanta, you're going to have a couple of Bama players getting some pine time, but we're not exactly sure. That's surely, surely. The Mercedes-Benz Stadium there in Atlanta doesn't have pine benches. I'm sure it's maybe made out of aluminum or something like that, but it's kind of the distractions you've got heading into the season, which, by the way, this is a great opportunity for me here on the show to tell you that we've had a rather dull off season. now that we're getting ready to kick it off for real for most of the teams this weekend. Remember, it wasn't long ago, especially Athens, Georgia, had headline after headline in the summer months of players getting arrested, kicked off the team. And I know we've had a little bit of that scattered around college football and the SEC, but for the most part, maybe they're just doing a better job of hiding it these days. It's pretty, pretty dull, and that's a good thing. All right, more headlines to tell you about here across the SEC, getting ready for our first Saturday weekend of SEC football. Offensive lineman Trey Smith, who missed the second half of last season after the recurrence of blood clots in his lungs, he's actually been cleared by doctors to play for the Tennessee Vols in the opener Saturday at Neyland Stadium, a game against Georgia State. Smith said in a statement, "My family and I consulted with several of the best doctors in the country, and a plan has been developed that allows me to compete with my team." on game day and trey smith adds my family and i are confident in that plan the coaches and staff here at tennessee have always had my best interest at heart and i can't thank them enough thanks to all of the fans and my teammates for all of their support that from offensive lineman for ut trey smith he played in the first seven games back in 2018 at left tackle but was unable to finish the season after doctors discovered the recurrence of blood clots. He was the ESPN number 1 overall prospect back in the 2017 signing class and was initially diagnosed with blood clots in his lungs in February of 2018. But luckily, luckily, the news is about as good as it can get for Smith and he and his family spent several months during the 2018 offseason consulting with a team of specialists and doctors, and they reached this consensus that the best way to treat his condition was with a 6 months course of blood-thinning medications followed by baby aspirin, and he missed spring practice last year and wasn't cleared for contact until August a year ago. Jeremy Pruitt, head coach of the Vols, has said repeatedly that Smith's return would be strictly a medical decision and if the chief concern was Smith's overall health and that football was secondary. So... Man, what a great thing for the Tennessee football program, which has had enough problems off the field, on the field, and here it looks like a very treasured part of the program. Offensive lineman Trey Smith going to have a chance to play for the Vols here in 2019 as he's been cleared for Che- uh, takeoff off. he's going to be running out there in the tee and kudos to this young man for sticking out through this very scary time now more tennessee vols news ex-michigan defensive lineman aubrey solomon has been granted a waiver to play immediately for the tennessee vols as this player is expected to be practicing with the balls here. He's been with them during the entire offseason, but now clear to play for Jeremy Pruitt when they open up against Georgia State. Solomon was a five-star prospect and a number 23 overall player in the class of 2017. He's out of Lee County, Georgia High School. That's in Leesburg. He had 18 tackles and two for loss in 13 games as a true freshman in 2018 for the Michigan Wolverines, but now he has been given a chance in this defensive lineman role of his to play immediately for UT. And again, more good news from the Hill in Knoxville, Tennessee, as we're excited for his opportunity. He will likely start at defensive end for the Vols with Matthew Butler or Darrell Middleton lined up on the other side and Greg Emerson, maybe Kingston Harris locking down the middle of Jeremy Pruitt's 3-4 defense. Oh, by the way, we'll tell you about the kickoff for Tennessee-Georgia State in a minute. But Tennessee fans excited about all this good news coming from Rocky Top and the personnel, at least. Here's a personnel decision that involves SEC and SEC. Former LSU defensive back Kelvin Joseph is now heading to the University of Kentucky, he's a sophomore defensive back, and he's the second highest rated signee in the LSU Tigers 2018 recruiting class, but he's going to be transferring to Kentucky. He commented on, I think, social media earlier this week that Kentucky won out over a number of other suitors who were courting his services in the defensive backfield. He actually changed his Twitter bio to DB at the University of Kentucky, and he also sent a tweet out further confirming the move Shortly before his actual commitment on Twitter, isn't that the way they all do it these days? Joseph transitioned to a recruiter role by petitioning his now former teammate, Manny Nettoly, to join him in Lexington. Uh, I don't know how well that went, but yeah, this guy, who was the number 42 overall player in the 2018 recruiting class according to 24-7 Sports Composite Rankings, now going to be heading to Kentucky. As he pledged to the LSU Tigers way back in the day over offers from Florida State, Alabama, Auburn, and others. And Kentucky strengthening their defensive front with LSU defensive back Kelvin Joseph now heading to Kroger Field. On Saturday, the Georgia Bulldogs travel to Nashville. They've got a date with the Vanderbilt Commodores. And this is a big SEC vs. SEC matchup here in this opening weekend of college football. And Kirby Smart is Georgia Bulldogs. Jake Fromm and crew head to Nashville where they visit the Vanderbilt Commodores. And a lot of people not giving Vandy much of an opportunity to win this one. I don't think this one is quite the spread that you're going to see with Alabama Duke, but it is going to be a tough challenge for Derek Mason's Commodores, who last year eh, were ho-hum. Ho-hum is a good way of saying it. And they missed their opportunity to win a bowl game in Houston against Baylor. But they come back. they got to replace their quarterback here this year. But besides that, they've got some talented playmakers on West End. Hey, Alabama has the Duke Blue Devils. On the schedule, they play in Atlanta. Well, that other team in the state of Alabama has a lot to crow about as they get ready for what they hope is going to be a huge 2019. And Gus, well, the seat might get hot if his team doesn't turn things around and and they actually compete for an SEC title here this year. The Auburn Tigers travel all the way to Arlington, Texas. They've got the Oregon Ducks on the schedule on Saturday night. Let's go through the entire lineup of Saturday's SEC matchups. First off, the Mississippi Lions. Landsharks don't have to go very far. They've got a game on the road at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium in Memphis. It's the Memphis Tigers and the Landsharks. This is going to be a high noon Eastern, 11 Central kick on ABC And Memphis has been a pretty good team over the last few years. And of course, Mississippi and Memphis have been rivals through the years, but they don't exactly get together there in the Mid-South every year. So it's going to be high drama, perhaps, there in Memphis between these two programs that don't really get along all that well. The other representative of the Magnolia State and the SEC, they're going to be traveling south this weekend. They, at the same time, the Sharks are going to be kicking off on ABC. The Mississippi State Bulldogs will be kicking it off on ESPNU against the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns, but this game is actually going to be not in Lafayette, but in New Orleans at Mercedes Benz Superdome. Again, this is a 12 Eastern 11 kick. Uh, ESPNU, the channel, the dogs of Joe Moorhead traveling to take on the Raging Cajuns, which used to be coached by a Mississippi State alum, but no more there in Lafayette. Toledo will be traveling to Kroger Field. They've got the Kentucky Wildcats in a game that's going to be televised on the SEC network. This is a high noon Lexington time kickoff between the Rockets, who I believe that was the team that knocked off Arkansas a couple years ago. And I believe Toledo defeated Northwestern last year. So they've got a little history here and i apologize i get toledo and akron confused and i know i'm not the only one that does that y'all yeah, you know, those darn Mac teams. They all are kind of the same, right? But they're not SEC teams. But Toledo is going to be looking for the upset at Kroger Field against the Cats. A game of interest in the state of North Carolina is going to be the Gamecocks of South Carolina going back to Bank of America Stadium where they got trounced in the bowl game there a couple of months ago. The Gamecocks and the North Carolina Tar Heels coached now by Mack Brown. Mack Brown's back in Chapel Hill. This game's going to be on ESPN. It's a 3.30 Charlotte-time kick there at Bank of America Stadium. And it will be fun to see if Will Muschamp's team can come out and kind of take care of business against the Hills. In Knoxville at Neyland Stadium on Saturday afternoon at 3.30 Eastern time along the banks of the Tennessee, the Georgia State Panthers out of the Sunbelt. They traveled to Rocky Top, and they've got the Tennessee Vols and an ESPNU matchup there, 3.30 Knoxville time. Alabama and Duke get together at that same time on ABC. This from Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Chick-fil-A kickoff game portland state out of the fcs ranks travel all the way to donald w reynolds razorback stadium for a game this is a three o'clock fayetteville time kickoff on the sec network between portland state and arkansas i remember a couple years ago portland state went to denton texas and they defeated north texas something like 77 to 20 something beat them by about 50 points this is a team out of the fcs ranks it knocked off North Texas from CUSA. Oh, by the way, that same North Texas team last year, sorry, Razorback fans, they went into Donald W. Reynolds' Razorback Stadium and knocked off Arkansas big time. So just telling you, not saying this is karma, but kind of a weird combination with Portland State in Fayetteville, this weekend. Mizzou travels to Wyoming for a game at Jonah Field at War Memorial Stadium. This is going to be televised on the CBS Sports Network and it's going to be 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Como time between Mizzou and the Pokes. Oregon and Auburn get together at AT AT&T Stadium in Arlington. This is on ABC. This is a 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Dallas-Fort Worth time kick between the Ducks and the War Eagles. That Georgia-Vanderbilt game at Vanderbilt Stadium kicks off on the SEC Network at 7.30 eastern 6 nashville time and shouldn't be too much of a challenge for georgia to pick up the w but hey Derek mason's team's got something to prove and Worth your tuning in, the SEC Network, to find out. And the late game, I guess if you want to call it that, from Tiger Stadium on the opening Saturday of college football in the SEC, the Georgia Southern Eagles take their triple option offense into Death Valley. And the LSU Tigers of Ed Orgeron welcome in Georgia, Georgia Southern for this 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 p time game on ESPNU Tigers and Eagles What a great lineup here for this opening weekend of SEC football. SEC, SEC. Hey, we've got Big 12 football also going on big time. In fact, as I've said already on this y'all kickoff show, I think that Oklahoma game against Houston just might be the best game of the weekend. And that actually takes place Sunday night. There's nothing else for you to watch on Sunday. You don't need to watch Downton Abbey. Watch the Cougars and OU in Norman. And it's, they are only college football game, only football game that I know of going on. You might have to compete with the Canadian Football League at that time, but it's going to be fun and when we come back after the break, our barbecue barrister and Big 12 barrister Matt Heermans is going to help get us ready for Norman and all the other places where college football will be going on like in Austin, Texas this weekend. They got a neat little game going on there. We'll have that, plus the barrister is going to give us a good barbecue grilling advice as we get ready to break the grill out, maybe for the first time all year. And we'll have that right after the break. It is the Y'all Kickoff Show, where we walk through all of the college football fun. It's opening weekend of college football, and we'll have the Big 12 fun, and later this hour, some college football land yap. All kinds of fun stuff to, to kind of get you ready for that kickoff. Stay with us.
2: Honey, I just switched the family to Boost Mobile and we got so much more. Awesome. Like what? We got four free LG Stylo 5 phones for the whole family. Four lines for just $100 a month with unlimited gigs. I smashed up the car a bit. And they have a super reliable, super fast nationwide network.
3: Whoa, four free LG... Wait, back up. Did you just say you...
2: Four free LG Stylo 5 phones? Yep.
3: No, no. Something about the car?
2: Oh, you mean Boost Super Reliable Super Fast Network.
3: Before that, the car smashing thing.
2: What? The smashing deal we got? Four lines for $100 a month? No.
3: Between the four lines for $100 a month and the unlimited gigs part, you said I smashed up the car a bit.
2: I did. It's completely smashed. We need a new vehicle. But four free phones...
4: Boost Mobile, the switch that gives you more. Offer for new customers only. INS 91619. First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 4 free. Requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. Mobile optimized data. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. <laughs>
2: John is firing
8: up his
10: Coleman grill. Make sure wherever you're going to go. We were at an NFL stadium last year, watching a college game, of course, but at an NFL stadium, they have specific rules about what you can and can't do, what you can and can't bring sometimes you know you get uh you can get your plan in your head you can get your uh, kind of your meat laid out and you've got a decision and then an idea of what's going to happen i mean you can't bring anything in so uh that's kind of what happened to us last year so what i did was went ahead and pre-cooked the barbecue and i brought it into the stadium and did not have to use a grill or a smoker in any way shape or form and uh but i did not have to sac- sacrifice the uh, you know the greatness of barbecue and college football so I would say uh, to anybody who's going to a new place particularly a pro stadium it's a little different uh, than you're tailgating on campus in a place in the SEC for instance there's a lot of different type of rules so check check on what you can bring if you can't bring anything uh, grill wise or smoker wise that doesn't mean you have to quit that doesn't mean you have to bring uh, fast food or something like that you can still barbecue just get it ready the night before get yourself a little sterno and a warming kit about 10 bucks at walmart and serve your barbecue that way you just can't have the smoker out there that's my that's my advice based on what i did last year i i messed up i made a mistake so everybody else can learn
0: Sage advice from the barbecue barrister of the Y'all Show, the Y'all Show, which airs each weekday on great radio stations across the Southeast. On Tuesdays, that guy right there, Matt Herman's, drops by with his sage advice on all things grilling. And with this being the real opening weekend of college football, I think you should listen to what he's saying there, and you'll have a wonderful grilling festivity, and everybody will be envious of you here this opening weekend of college football well matthew i we appreciate those great remarks on grilling But we also want to get your take on Big 12 football. He's our kind of go-to guy for the Big 12 Conference, and we really put more of a focus on the Big 12 teams in Dixie. Matthew James Madison, they got a new coach. Their head coach, Mike Houston, from last year moved on to East Carolina, and they're facing off against the West Virginia Mountaineers at Milan Pusker Stadium, and the Nears have a new coach this year. Well,
10: you know, the West Virginia situation is – Interesting. Um, you, you don't typically see a coach leave a, a power five job with a good following and, you know, a program that has been a top 10 team in and out or in and out of the top 10 over the last several years and been in the hunt to win the Big 12, um, on a semi regular basis. I mean, you don't see a guy like that leave to go to a, a group of five program, which is what he did to go to the University of Houston now. Uh, he's got a history at the University of Houston, of course, um, and people at the University of Houston have fond memories of what he did there and, and uh, in the past. But, yeah, a real weird story. I think that was kind of an underrated, uh, underrated tale of leaving a power five league where you've had great success. Well, you know, success is relative, but very good success went a and, and uh, from time to time at West Virginia, and then moving to the to the Group Five, but that's what he did. And uh, West Virginia, of course, picked up Neil Brown, who is uh, the former head coach of Troy. He's got Big Twelve uh, pedigree as well. Spent some time at Texas Tech under uh, Tommy Tuberville back in uh, the the day, as they say, running the offense. So uh, def- not unfamiliar with the Big Twelve foes he's going to be playing there, and he runs a very unique call it the prairie dog type offense which means uh it's kind of a spread offense but everybody looks over at the coach every time to get the playbook in there and it looks looks like prairie dogs popping up out of the ground it's interesting (laughs) to watch but it's effective um and i think he will have success there i wouldn't i wouldn't uh i wouldn't count on an upset uh in morgantown for sure but will be interesting to see a non-dana holgerson coached uh
0: West Virginia team. At DKR in Austin on the 40 Acres, the Texas Longhorns have the Louisiana Tech Bulldogs coming into town for a matchup. And then on Sunday, you have a game, probably the best matchup of the Big 12, the Houston Cougars, the aforementioned cougars under dana holgerson go to norman for a game against the oklahoma sooners so mr Herman's our barbecue yes, barrister and big 12 barrister what about the horns and the sooners heading into this first weekend
10: yeah well one of those games is interesting the other one isn't um louisiana tech is is not going to have fun in austin i would imagine that's uh I mean, uh, Texas is be- hey
0: hey 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 i remember What's a team that? called the maryland terrapins that were supposed to go uh, Texas, yes. and they not only won there they backed it up with a win there in the dc area that's last
10: right year. yes and that's a oh, fond memories you're bringing back some glorious memories for me as uh somebody who did not graduate
0: from the University oh, of Texas, you're a big but. maryland you and scott van pelper buddies, i was
10: huh? yes yeah, for those two games i felt like i was a big terrapin fan though but uh Texas, unfortunately, or fortunately for the Longhorn fans out there, is going to be a lot better than the team, in my opinion, the team that lost to Maryland. Um, they've got a lot coming back. They've got a lot coming back on defense. They finally found a quarterback, I would say, the the only uh, quarterback that seems like a sure thing probably since Colt McCoy. And that's been a very long time at Texas. They've gone through a literal carousel of, of highly ranked kids coming in there that just couldn't play um from Garrett Gilbert to Gerard Hurd who played wide receiver after after not making the cut but Sam Allinger is, is is looks to be a heck of a player I think they found that going on they've got a good wide receiver core and the defense should be good so I think a uh, nice little warm-up Louisiana Tech uh, probably not going to have a fun day in Austin now the other game Uh, is interesting to me. The Oklahoma Sooners...
0: Is this the one you would consider interesting, this one you're about to talk about? Okay. Yeah,
10: absolutely, and I'll tell you why. So Oklahoma's going to be a very good team this year, but I think we've talked briefly before that their starting quarterback, um, Jalen Hurts from Alabama, is going to be... I believe he's going to be... uh, He's going to have some growing pains working into that Lincoln-Riley offense, and I expect some of those growing pains to be shown... And to be exploited by Houston, make no mistake. Houston is not a rebuilding program. They they do have a new coach, Dana Holgerson is a new coach. That is true, but that is a good team. That was a good team last year. That was a good team the year before. I anticipate that will be a good team this year. Uh, so I'm not I'm not calling an upset. Norman is an incredibly difficult place to lose, and uh, or pardon me, is an incredible place to win for a road team. Uh, but I always that. Iowa State has done it, and it does happen. But if you look at the overall record, Army should have done it. That's right. A lot of people should have done it. I could think about a lot of people that should have done it, but they've got got a pretty solid record there. And I think hmm. it might prove to be a little too much on the the offensive defensive line. Defensive line. Houston lost their their stud defensive player, um, Ed Oliver, to the NFL draft, so that'll be a hole for them. But. Houston's going to be a good team. They're going to be ready to play. They're going to have more experience, uh, at least offensively, uh, more playing time under their belts than, say, a Jalen Hurts-run offensive uh, crew at Oklahoma. So I would expect to see some growing pains, a little bit of struggle there maybe for the Oklahoma offense getting started. And U of H can score, they can play. So I would anticipate this to be a little bit closer than people think.
0: Well, I had someone close to the Alabama program told me over the weekend that Jalen Hurts really can't throw the ball very good. So if well, that, if that's still the, a, if that's still the case, Matt, yeah.
10: So I've been so that's I'm glad you brought that up. So I've been kind of um, diplomatic about it. I don't think he can throw the ball very good either. So, okay. Uh, well, which if, is which is
0: if we know that if we know that, then Dana Holgerson knows that, and every other opponent on right. OU schedule this year you knows that. Correct. So, so you.
10: So, what they're going to do, I would imagine, is they're going to make them throw the ball all over the field. Oklahoma's probably going to, like I said before, that offense at Oklahoma is is calculus compared to the uh, addition and subtraction that, that Alabama runs. <laughs> people people may say people may say no way, Alabama's it's a wonderful team. It's fantastic. That's true, but they don't have to do anything special on offense they get the best players in the country they line them up and they run play action you know nfl type offense from 1988 that's what they do and they win with it every year Oklahoma doesn't do that Oklahoma runs a spread offense three four five options out there that Jalen Hurts can have to think of I would imagine they try to start him off slow so handoffs couple little check downs I mean you know if he throws the ball 50 times uh Houston will win
0: all right. Put it that way. Well, there you have it. That game Sunday evening on ABC from Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. It's the UH Cougars and the Oklahoma Sooners. And that will wrap up your Big 12 schedule for this first week. Wonderful data from our barbecue and Big 12 barrister, Matt Heerbens. Thank you, sir. A great, great guy. Well, the y'all kickoff is almost done, but guess what? We still have what we call sports, college sports lanyap to be specific coming up after the break. Stay tuned. We're going to take a look at some of those other contests going on in college football. The group of five and FCS contest of note that will be on after this break and also we'll have a great college band song that we're going to play each friday slash saturday as you hear this show getting you ready for kickoff it's our swan song from dixie with love that's coming up here on y'all kickoff don't miss it
3: hey dad want to shoot some hoops
7: In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
3: I'll just play by myself.
7: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game.
3: You're on, Dad.
7: Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded
1: oral antihistamines. Use as directed.
8: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well
0: The Marching Owls of Florida Atlantic and the fight song of FAU. And FAU gets the Saturday early kickoff as they're there at Ohio Stadium in, what do they call it, the Horseshoe I don't know all my Yankee Stadium's nicknames. I, I apologize. But FAU in Ohio State with the new head coach there in Columbus. This game's televised on Fox. Yes, the Fox network with this early game Saturday. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show where we look at all things Southern. And, of course, FAU traveling away from Florida this weekend for this matchup. Again, all of our Floridians, all of our South Georgians, and even into the Carolinas, wherever you are in the South We've got our eye on Hurricane Dorian. We hope that this thing ends up being a, a miss. I guess that would be a good baseball term, a whiff. But we do not want this to cause any more problems. And for FAU, a area of Florida that has had its share, Boca Raton of tornadoes, hurricanes, Other, I don't think they've had any blizzards down in Boca Raton. But we wanted them to get by here as easily as possible. And for everybody else that hurricane dorian might be impacting but for fau luckily this was a scheduled road trip to Ohio State this weekend. As we wrap up our Y'all Kickoff Show where we look at all things Southern college football here on the opening weekend of CFB with John Rawl, your host here. 803-816-1170 is our telly if you want to give us a ring. As we have our sports land yep, kind of tying up the loose ends of all things college football, let's give the group of five schools a little love here, and we're going to kind of focus in on Conference USA, FAU, a representative of that. Organization And remember, it was just two years ago that Lane Kiffin's Owls won CUSA. Last year wasn't exactly the kind of year that Coach Kiffin was trying to have there in BR, but now he's got a chance with a new schedule. And if he does a good job this year, look for Lane Kiffin to upload out of Bo- Boca Raton and maybe go back to a Power 5 program. But FAU at Ohio State, Ohio State number five in the country. That's one of the CUSA games going on on Saturday. The San Antonio Roadrunners, they've got Incarnate Word, which is a fairly new FCS program, and I think they actually may be in San Antonio too. I, I need to check up on my San Antonio colleges. I know Trinity is based in San Antonio in addition to UTSA, but that's a game there in San Antonio at five local time. The VMI Keydets march on across the mountains to huntington and they're going to face off against their old southern conference foe in the marshall thundering herd that is a saturday evening contest there along the banks of the ohio which i found out this week marshall's football stadium jones c edwards stadium did you know it's only one of two football stadiums in all of Football, I think all of college football for sure, but maybe all of football, including the pro ranks in America, at least our American football. Joan C. Edwards and one other stadium are the only football stadiums in football named after a female. Do you all happen to know the other football stadium that's got a female name attached to it? It might not kind of stand out to you, but it's actually the home of the Gamecocks, williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia, South Carolina. The Williams and the Bryce is all connected to the woman who kind of helped give the money to get that thing renovated and transformed from Carolina Stadium to Williams-Brice Stadium somewhere around 1970. Yeah, how about that fun fact here as we cover all kinds of things here on the y'all kickoff show all right more cusa excitement hey some neighbors get together in the tidewater of virginia norfolk state out of the fcs ranks they're a MEAC school they're going to be visiting old dominion this is a saturday night contest and a couple of guys in mississippi get together alcorn state the braves steve mcnair you and brett Favre, you southern miss they play at mm roberts stadium in hattiesburg at the rock and the funny thing about the matchup here is Jay Hobson the head coach of Southern Miss prior to going to Hattiesburg he was the head coach of the Alcorn State Braves and what of course was unusual about him he's a white guy at an HBCU school and kudos to Alcorn State for letting him be the coach I think he made history for being at least in modern times the only white guy coaching a HBCU at least in the SWAC and guess what? He won a couple of conference championships there in his time in Lorman, Mississippi. But now Alcorn State—they got a new coach, and they're going to be traveling down to Hattiesburg to the Rock for this Saturday evening contest. Here's another matchup of a CUSA team heading to Big Ten country, and this is going to be televised on the Big Ten Network on Saturday evening. The Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders will be at number seven. Michigan will coach Harbaugh. Will be will he be able to knock off the Murfreesboro University? Well, we'll have to tune in and see i say go blue raiders let's let's kind of embarrass michigan if we have the opportunity an fcs program that's fairly new abilene christian travels to denton they take on the north texas eagles here on saturday evening that game there at apogee stadium in north texas louisiana tech the bulldogs head to dkr stadium in austin on the 40 acres it's the bulldogs and the texas longhorns texas ranked number 10 in the country right now this game on the longhorn network and then utep will be hosting houston baptist that game there on ESPN Plus, if you have that on Saturday evening, and that is a kind of a look, up, look at the Saturday matchups of Conference USA. Now, as far as who is expected to win Conference USA here this year, according to Brett McMurphy of CBS Sports, he's kind of put out something that one of the betting sites came up with, and we were... Starting this segment talking about FAU. Well, guess what? FAU and their Sunshine State brethren there in South Florida, Florida International, FAU, FIU. They open the season at 75 the, the projected number of wins for these two programs and they're not the only programs with that same number in fact a bunch of, of cusa programs i think it's about six of them here are expected to win according to the betsters Seven and a half, seven point five, 7.5 the projected wins you got fau fiu louisiana tech marshall north texas and southern miss as well as a program that has really come out of nowhere, literally because they were dead about three years ago, the UAB Blazers are projected to win 7.5 here, according to the folks in Vegas mtsu at 5.5 wins the hilltoppers of western kentucky at 5 the 49ers from unc charlotte at 4.5 as well as old dominion and then the little old rice owls 2.5 as well as utep and utsa 2.5 the that's what the folks in the desert are projecting for those programs but that's kind of a fun way of hey it's only up from there. If you're Rice or you're UTEP or you're the roadrunners at UTSA, hey, you can only go up from 2.5 projections, right? So we we will cover, in addition to CUSA here in our sports yet we'll look at also what's going on in the American Conference. We've already kind of discussed a lot of those matchups here on the Y'all Kickoff Show because they've got some American Conference games going up against some of our Power 5 conferences here on this opening weekend. Now let's talk a little bit, before we wrap up our Y'all Kickoff Show week one, a little bit about FCS matchups going on this weekend. And we start in the Palmetto State where at high noon on Saturday, the Charleston Southern Bucks, they meet up with their Palmetto State foe in the Furman Paladins there in Greenville, South Carolina. The Montana State Grizz, they travel across the mountain to South Dakota for a matchup in the middle of the afternoon in the FCS ranks. Hey, how about a top 15 program out of the Baltimore area? The Towson Tigers go to Johnson-Hagin Stadium in Charleston, South Carolina, where the Bulldogs of the Citadel await at johnson Hagood and this should be a fun matchup. By the way, Towson quarterback by a a guy that has kind of a familiar name in football, Flacco. It's uh, Flacco's little brother from what's he now with the – Broncos, I think, as he got kind of kicked out of Baltimore. Yeah, and Joe Flacco's little brother is the quarterback at Towson. ETSU and a former member of the Southern Conference, Appalachian State, they get together in Boone for a mid-Saturday afternoon matchup. ETSU actually had a great season with Randy Sanders at the helm in Johnson City in 2018. We'll see how they do here. Appalachian State's got a new coach as their former coach, Scott Satterfield, moved on to the Louisville Cardinals. Another Palmetto State matchup it's hbcu south carolina state hosting the wofford terriers one of the real great programs of fcs football and that matchup there in orangeburg south carolina Here's a matchup of teams only about 18 miles apart from each other. North Carolina A&T hosts the Elon Phoenix on Saturday evening. The Mercer Bears have a Southern Conference game at Western Carolina this weekend. Point University, now that is an interesting team because they used to be in East Point, Georgia, and they were known as Atlanta Christian College. But guess what? About eight years ago, Point University decided to... Pack up their bags and move about an hour twenty minutes away from East Point, Georgia, to West Point, Georgia, which is technically on the west side of the Chattahoochee River at Alabama, but it's actually in Georgia. And they change the name from Atlanta Christian to just point university now they're in west point west point in in georgia and guess what they have a football team on in the naia ranks and point is going to be taking on the kennesaw state owls back in the metro atlanta area and that game saturday evening and you can hear it on 620 wtrp in lagrange georgia but good luck to point in that matchup prairie view and texas southern have an all-swack matchup here this weekend baton rouge versus lake Charles as the Southern Jaguars and the McNeese Cowboys get together there along the bayou. Mississippi Valley State and Tennessee State have a matchup at Nissan Stadium in Nashville this weekend. And Presbyterian College out of Clinton, South Carolina, they are kind of downshifting from the Big South Conference into the Pioneer League, and they're kind of getting ready for that as they'll take on Pioneer member Stetson in Deland, Florida this weekend. On Sunday, some HBCUs get together. Bethune-Cookman out of Daytona Beach they are playing the Jackson State Tigers at Georgia State Stadium in Hotlanta. And also on Sunday, Morehouse College, they have a game against Alabama AM, and that is at Tom Benson Stadium. And that is a look at your FCS matchups here on this opening weekend of college football. And that's, I kind of look at all things. Small college, big college, but not necessarily power five here in our sports land. Yep. And guess what, y'all? That will wrap up our y'all kickoff show as we get you ready for the weekend. And we hope you all have a wonderful first weekend. And again, for all of you impacted by Hurricane Dorian, our thoughts are with you. We, we hope the best for everybody involved. And let's let's get out of this and head into week two next weekend i'm john rawl you can find a podcast edition of this available at y'all.com as well as iHeartRadio, radio Tune in radio and apple podcast thank you for listening to us if you're listening to us on one of our great radio stations in the south we'll be back here getting you ready for week two next weekend this has been the y'all kickoff show let's go
10: Hey,
3: Dad, want to shoot some hoops?
7: In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment.
3: I'll just play by myself.
7: For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief.
2: Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's
7: play another game.
3: You're on, Dad.
7: Get Allegra and get back
9: to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed.